You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to this episode of Locked On Cardinals for Monday, October the 18th of 2021. My name is Lucas Smith. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see that right here, as well as the Twitter handle at LJ Fastball. Thank you for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen of the day. A little bit of a delayed release today because we were waiting for Mike Schultz's press conference or Mike Schultz's statement, rather, that he made via a media Zoom that was publicized on YouTube on KSDK. If you haven't been able to watch that, head over back to watch that, his comments there. We're going to kind of break it down today, talk about uh, what he had to say in response to uh, his his firing, his departure, his termination, uh, um, the splitting of the ways, however you want to say it. Uh, talk about that on today's episode of Locked on Cardinals and the, the, the day with kind of some, some names that have been thrown around and kind of talk a little bit about some pros and cons of that. So we're just going to go ahead and get right into it. There's no sense in delaying anything. We'll go ahead and get right into the action here today on Locked on Cardinals. So thanks for tuning in. Thanks for joining along on this wonderful Monday in 2021. So let's go right into it. For my, my, my biggest takeaway, and I think something that, that everybody has, has taken away from it, that have watched it based on the reactions on Twitter and Facebook and things, Mike Schilt is a class act. There's no question in my mind about that. Mike Schild is one that has the utmost respect for this organization. He is one that carries himself with a tremendous amount of um, of respect for himself, but also also respect of others. He is one that that was a top notch farewell speech. I tweeted out or farewell statement. I tweeted this out, but no matter what you think of his managerial decisions, whether you're okay with him being let go or not, with whether you hated him as a manager or loved him. No matter what side of the boat of the argument you're on there, I think we all have to agree that he is a classy individual. He is a he is somebody that is going to find another job in the major league in, in the major leagues, and he is somebody that we we, we, we can all respect as a human being. Um, and and again, at the end of the day, being a major league baseball manager or any manager, any coach at any level. Just because you're a good person and good man does not mean you keep your job. That's not all that it's based off of. But I think that that, that statement right there showed the kind of person that Mike Schilt is. Classy, respectful. I was impressed that he didn't burn any bridges. He was very grateful for every opportunity that he got. He had every he had every right, in my opinion, that he could have just gone off and said of he could have said the philosophical differences. He could have said how much he hated the, how it transpired, and I'm not saying he didn't hate it, but he could have he he could have spoken his mind. He really could have, and not that he wasn't honest, not that he wasn't sincere, but he, he was nothing but respectful. Uh, I think that if you're trying to 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 find some to find a statement that was more respectful than that, and more courteous than that in a farewell statement you're not going to find much he was grateful for the opportunity he, he, he thanked almost everybody he could possibly think to thank by name I thought that was very classy you know the, the word classy respectful get thrown around a lot in today's sports world in my opinion but Mike Schilt is one that lives up to those two words he can get fiery he, he, he can get he can show some emotion don't get me wrong we, we've seen that at certain points in the baseball field dropping a bunch of f-bombs on the field and uh, things of that nature standing up for his guides at certain points but he was very courteous he was very he, he was just sincere genuine and just above all else himself and himself he, he's a baseball guy he's he's been around the sport a long time 
and he, I think that he knows, and he mentioned this, that he, he knows there's going to be another opportunity for him out there one day. Maybe very soon. Who knows? Uh, but but he, he was very, very, very emotional, he, especially towards towards the end. And I got some, some, some notes and some quotes here. That's why I'm kind of looking down if you're watching on the YouTube a little bit. But um, he, he was quote, um, looking forward to connecting with his family uh, and looking forward to whatever baseball opportunities um, came up. And he wants to remain a professional relationship, uh, wants to remain professional. And that's exactly what he did. You know, I wish him all the well. As I mentioned on Friday's episode, he was very, very emotional when talking about his wife and stepdaughter's family man. And again, the sports business can kind of be, can be cutthroat at times. doesn't matter how good of a person you are, how good of a family man, family woman you are in any sport, any league, whatever. But I, I, some of these players, some of the, these aspects aren't talked about a lot. And I, I want to make sure that it's known that I have nothing but respect uh, for Mike Schilt and the way he handled himself throughout all of this, the way he handled himself in his farewell speech. Not that I don't have respect for the Cardinal organization and I don't have respect for the for John Moselock. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just pointing out the fact that I have a tremendous amount of respect for Mike Schilt and the way he handled it. Uh, I think that it, it wasn't... It, it was... It was not by coincidence that Mike Schultz was naming his entire staff by name um, and not a coincidence that he thanked each and every one of them. I truly think he enjoyed his time in St. Louis. Three playoff runs in four years, three consecutive in 1920, again in 21. Made a run to the National League Championship Series in 2019. I understand, you know, t- took a very good Padres team to three games, took a very good Dodgers team to their last at-bat in the wild card game. He had success here, uh, and I, I've, I've talked about that a lot recently, last couple of days. But you know, I'm not one to say, you know, or I guess I am one to say that we shouldn't forget about his success that he's had here in St. Louis over the last three plus seasons. Won a lot of games, you know, never won a game in the championship series. I understand that, but made it there. Deep runs, had success, and that from that from that standpoint, you you could wonder that the question, the firing. Uh, the philosophical differences were still um, not talked about, and I think that that's something that another thing that I was, you know, impressed with by Mike Schilt is that he left the philosophical differences unsaid. Mosaic wanted them unsaid, Schilt left them unsaid, and again, both sides did this. But I think Schilt could have said, "Oh, well, he thought this, and he was wrong, and I'm right because of this X, Y, Z." He didn't need to do that. He had the opportunity to, but he and he, and he didn't. He, he, as Ben Fredrickson tweeted out, he took the high road. Uh, I think that that that. That that is a the, the truest of all true statements in talking about Mike Schild is that he did take the high road with his statements today, didn't slander anybody, didn't like I said, didn't burn any bridges. I'm not saying that there's a return in the future, but I think that, that, that his response after getting fired like this shows the character he has, shows the kind of person he is, and shows that he has still has nothing but but respect and gratefulness for the organization. And I'll talk about that a little bit in segment number two, but. It was an incredibly well done farewell speech, farewell sentiment, statement, whatever you want to call it. Um, he didn't field any questions, didn't need to. I, I, you know, some things are meant to just be unknown by the media and others. I think that was okay that he left those things unsaid. I enjoyed that he left those things unsaid because that is between, at the end of the day, between Schilt and Mosellock. I thought that was the right move. I really can't think of too many things that Mike Schultz did wrong in that post-game press conference. It really makes you wonder what those differences were. Don't like I, I'm still very curious as to what those were. And you know, there have been different reports on different different websites, and different articles saying that some of these have, differences have been going back to the trade deadline and the inability to to make bigger moves. And uh, you, you you wonder what the, the, the you wonder if there's a bigger story here, if there's something bigger to it. 
Um, you do wonder that, but at the same time, if it comes out later, it comes out later. At this time, both both members of the both both, both members and John Moselec and Mike Schultz have chosen to keep this unsaid, unspoken, and you know respect to that. And that's their own prerogative. But my main takeaway from that press conference was how respectful he was and the, the type of man, the type of person that Mike Schilt is. Didn't lose any respect. Didn't lose any. Um, didn't, my, my opinion of him did not lower. If anything, it, it got higher. Um, it makes one person think, it, it might make one person think that that's the kind of man you want in your organization. And he is no longer in the Cardinal organization. Uh, but like I said, managing at the professional level is not just about um, the type of person you are. There are some really good people that have lost their jobs, and there have been some really bad people that have kept their jobs. Uh, it's just the, the nature of sports. We'll save the ethical debate later. Um, but my, my best wishes once again to Mike Schild. We'll, we'll continue to break it down, talk about some of the specific comments that he had made and um, my reaction to them. But again, just finish up this first segment. My main main takeaway is that Mike Schild is a class, class act and a remarkable individual. And I think he showed that he, he is that and more and with his farewell speech, uh, farewell testament. And I do hope that he finds a job in Major League Baseball again. So uh, that'll do it for segment number one. Segment two, we're going to go through specific things that he said, talk about, uh, again, kind of the, the respect and gratitude that he showed for the team and the organization that he did not have to show, uh, but he did. So we'll talk about that coming up here in just a moment. But first, I want to present a situation to you that you probably know good and well. You've got one device that lets you catch a game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows. You've been watching sports sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friends log in for the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment you love without the hassle. It's a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream. It brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, so you can watch all your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part about DirecTV Stream, there's no annual contract, so get rid of the clutter, get rid of the confusion, and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That is directtv.com for more information on this wonderful, wonderful app called DirecTV Stream. Compatible device required. Content does vary by package. Mike Schultz showed a tremendous amount of respect and gratitude to this Cardinal organization over the last 16-plus years of him working with them, starting with as a scout, working his way up to the through the ranks of the organization at different managerial and coaching positions, all the way up to the manager, uh, as well as starting out at the professional level as a bench coach for Mike Matheny, and he mentioned him by name. I thought it, it, it spoke volumes to the fact that the first person he mentioned um, – was Oliver Marmol saying that he has his most respect. Um, Oliver Marmol has Mike Schultz's most respect. Also talked exclusively about Mike Maddox, uh, as well as the rest of his staff, Pop Warner, Stubby Clapp, Willie McGee. Um, he, he loved his staff. There's, there's no question about that. I think that that is something that not a lot of people really talk about is the, is the, the gel of, of, of a coaching staff is extremely important and one that should not go unnoticed and one that – and one that can be very important in how a team gels together. Because uh, if, if one team, if, if a team doesn't gel together and it's because of the coaching staff, then, then it's talked about. But it's a posit- when it's a positive, maybe it's not talked about as much. 
So I think that he, there's no question that he loves his staff. And one thing that I really appreciate about Mike Shilton when we're talking about this respect that he showed his staff and the Cardinals is that he didn't take anything for granted. He knew that not everybody is lucky enough to have a professional job at the major league level. And he knew that it was because of other people that he, in addition to his skills, that he was able to get as far along in the managerial chain as he was. He was very grateful and did not take anything for granted. That's not a skill. That's not an attribute that many people have. To not take things for granted. I take things for granted all the time. I'm sure. I mean, I'm not saying Mike Schultz is a perfect human being. I'm not trying to put him up on a pedestal and elevate him to a higher level or anything like that. But he, I do think that he has this tremendous skill and attribute to not take anything for granted. And he showed evidence to that by thanking so many members of his staff, so many members that have brought him up by name. He even thanked the person that was instrumental in firing him in John Moselock. That takes a lot of character. That's taking the high road. That is not, you know, an eye for an eye. That's turning the other cheek. That is the utmost respect. That is the utmost gratitude. And that's, again, beating a dead horse it might sound like, but that is Mike Schilt. That is exhibit A1, A A, a million, because you've got so many exhibit A's about this, about the kind of person Mike Schultz is, the kind of man Mike Schultz is. But he thanked Moselak, he thanked DeWitt's family. He had a lot of thank yous. He, he wasn't spiteful. He wasn't bitter. Uh, he, wasn't, he wasn't anything but grateful, it seemed like. Yes, he was sad, of course, but grateful is grateful and respect in case you haven't noticed are the two big buzzwords that i've gathered um and and how i feel and how i felt watching that press conference or that that press statement if you will since there was no conference there's no questions afterwards um the the amount of respect was was huge the amount of just great gratitude was 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 well known by everybody watching, in my opinion. Um, he also had a tremendous amount of respect, not only for the organization, not only for the coaching staff that brought him, that, that he was with, not only for Mike Matheny that he mentioned, again, by name, for help putting him on the coaching staff in 2018, but he had a tremendous respect for the media. Again, not a lot of th- coaches have a, a lot of respect for the media. But Mike Schultz did. He understood that the media has their job to do. Mike Schultz has his job to do. And they're both just trying to help each other. Do, or I guess the media is not trying to help Schultz. But Schultz was trying to do as much as he could to help the media do their job in reporting. He had respect for the media. He he said, thank you for the media. Thanks for the love and support. Even if he didn't always agree with what I had to say. Uh, nothing but respect for everybody there. I mean, the that's unheard of. Sometimes the media can get this bad rap of just trying to push a certain narrative, or um, not not just the St. Louis media, but any media, uh, just trying to only report what they want to report. Mike Schilt understands that they have a job to do, and just given respect. Mike Schilt is the, the the class showed class among class, above class, above class. It's not a technical error. There was not a glitch. That was not a stutter. He just had so much class shown in this press conference that it's hard not to talk about it over and over again. Um, even mentioned members of the of KMOX and Bally Sports by name: Danny Mack, Ricky Horton, Jim Edmonds, Ricky Horton. I said that twice. Uh, that was a, a bit of a stutter. Um, Mike Shannon, John Rooney, Mike Claiborne. He had respect for them as well. What manager? Or first of all, not many managers are in the situation that Mike Schilt is in, being. Uh, fired mid-contract and just this this way going about it of being very vague and not being treated, maybe not being treated 100% properly by the organization. But even even so, not many managers take the time to make a farewell statement. 
in you know in person. It was over Zoom, but as in person as one can get. Not many managers do that. Mike Schultz did. He didn't have to do this. He was reached by comment, declined to comment on Thursday when this news came out. But as, as most people probably would have at that time, but he did not have to have to do this press conference. He did not have to do a, a, a statement. He did not have to release anything. He could have just gone about his business. He had a lot of different roads here in this uh, in, in in this situation. And in my opinion, he, he he chose the correct one. He chose to take the high road, say thank you for the opportunity, show his gratitude, show his respect, and move on and look forward to different opportunities because now he's a free agent. And there are a lot of organizations that might be happy to have him in some managerial coaching role. He was very, very sincere, very emotional throughout. He took... Like I said, the best route possible, in my opinion, as to how to specifically go about this um, the, the situation that not a lot of people find themselves in, in terms of having an opportunity to to just kind of speak their mind. And credit to the Cardinals communication uh, department for allowing Mike Schilt to do this, for kind of facilitating the Zoom uh, and getting that set up, having reporters being able to watch and things of that nature. And... <laughs> He wasn't afraid to be himself, too, and I mentioned him being sincere. Throughout all these thank yous, I think sometimes these thank yous, or thank yous in any sense, could get a little superficial, can get a little, well, is he really thanking? Is he really being sincere? Is he really being him? But he was emotional. He was teary-eyed. He brought the quote, there's no crying in baseball, or usually there isn't, um, as he was trying to get through his tears to say his thank yous. He was himself. That was ex- an extremely sincere thoughtful press conference, press statement, you can, we can call it whatever we want to call it. And the, the respect that he showed to everybody involved in that Colonel organization spoke volumes to me, the type of character he is. You know, in a way, it's, it, it, it's going to make me miss him more because in an ideal world, you want people like that in your organization. You want high-class individuals from the top down, from the bottom up. You want top-class individuals and again, we can talk about bullpen management or anything else all day long, and I understand that. But at the end of the day, Mike Schild is a class act, a top-notch individual human being that at least in the bare minimum, in that sense, will be missed. He will be missed, if not just because of the person he is. You know, A lot, a lot of players were kind of blindsided by this, according to multiple sources being reported, um, saying that the players didn't expect it. Molina said that he had a lot of confidence in Mike Schilt. Um, going through three playoffs, there was a specific quote that he was talking to uh, local media back in, uh, in his hometown. So even the players were blindsided by it. Even the players seemed to kind of have some trust in Mike Schilt. Some of Mike Schilt was getting them to buy in. And they had bought in for three years, and that those three years were results in playoff runs. And yeah, you can argue that the Cardinal way is more about the um, the championships and just the playoff runs, but you know, playoffs are playoffs, and you can't really complain too much about playoffs. But speaking about the Cardinal way, talked about a little bit in, in the press conference about how he was happy with the way he left the organization um, and thought that he carried the Cardinal organization well. So we'll talk about that aspect of the press conference next. Name some individuals um, as well, and. There's also a bet online tweeted out uh, props for next Cardinal manager, so I'll talk about that as well. Um, 
as to who some names could possibly be. And again, we'll get into some some pros and cons more in depth throughout this week and uh, as we go forth throughout this postseason uh, and in the offseason. But before we get into any of those, we're going to talk about one more sponsor. We're going to take our one last ad break, and this is going to be about Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar in the business. You've got three reasons to buy Built Bars. Number one, they are tasty. Here are the incredible, delicious flavors. Coconut, cherry barcia, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, German chocolate. My mouth is literally watering right now. All these flavors are incredibly delicious, covered 100% in chocolate. If you can't decide which one to get, get a mixed box where you'll get two of each of the nine flavors. You cannot go wrong at Built Bar with a taste. But they're not only tasty, because reason number two to get Built Bars, they're healthy. All these bars have 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180, 4 to 5 grams of sugar, 4 to 5 grams of net carbs as well. All amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. Reason number three, you can save some money with the promo code LOCKED15 at BuiltBar.com. LOCKED15 gets you 15% off your order at BuiltBar.com. What are you waiting for? If you want a good tasting protein bar, you've got it at Built Bar. If you want a healthy protein bar, you've got it at Built Bar. And you want to save some money, you've got it at Built Bar. So head over to BuiltBar.com and get yourself the best tasting protein bar in the business because there's a flavor for everyone and they're all extremely healthy. Mike Schill kind of ended the press conference with, with talking about how he was um, only wanted to express gratitude w- w- with the organization and said that he parted ways as professionals, uh, left some things said out of respect, and he said that he always did his best to, to carry that Cardinal legacy, and that Cardinal legacy is a deep-rooted legacy with the Cardinal way um, dating back to what seems like forever, and I think that Mike Schill d- did do his best to, to, to leave it that way. I think in an ideal world, you, you leave it on your own I'm going to say for sure, in an, in an ideal world, you leave it on your own terms. And Mike Schultz sadly was unable to do that, but he still left it in in, in good shape. With three playoff runs, the, the staff is still going to be there. What it, se- it seems like for the most part, the staff is going to be intact. Uh, if the Cardinals do hire somebody else, maybe they, they go, um, you know, replace the whole staff, but we'll get into that in a moment. But before I kind of go through some names of, of possible re- replacements, I do agree with Mike Schultz that he left this in good shape. Uh, overall, this is somebody that, that coming through the organization since 2004, from a scout to a coach to a manager, up the um, professional ranks from the low ranks of minor leagues to the major league level, and the Cardinal organization. This is somebody who was very well familiar with the Cardinal way. He vastly improved this team's defense and base running over the course of his three years overall, especially this season. Uh, this was one of the you know, the best defenses in major leagues. And yeah, that wasn't just Mike Schilt, but that was Mike Schilt's staff and Mike Schilt's philosophy to carry through the Cardinal legacy. So Mike Schilt did do that part of the job very well, I thought. And whoever takes over the helm is going to, my, in my opinion, be in a very good position. And this is according to BetOnline uh, AG, whenever one of our wonderful sponsors, naming odds to be the next manager. Stubby Clapp, 3-2. Skip Schumacher, 4-1. Mark McGuire, 23-4, which I thought was um, a bit of, bit of a shock. Buck Showalter, another odd one, 13-2. Oliver Marmol, 15-2. Uh, Joe Espada, 8-1. Jose Okendo, 10-1. Bruce Bochy, coming out of retirement, 11-1. Brad Osmus, 12-1. Matt Holliday, 12-1. Jeff Bannister, 14-1. So Bannister, Osmus, Bochy. Uh, and Showalter all have major league 
managerial experiments, uh, experience. Matt Holiday, coaching at the college level experience. Data coach, W. Clapp, uh, professional coaching experience, not managerial at major league level. Skip Schumacher, coach. Mark McGuire was a former coach with the Cardinals, a hitting coach in 2011. And then we all know about uh, Oliver Marmol and as well as uh, Jose Okendo. So all with experience. So we're going to, we can wait, we can break these down as we go throughout the rest of this week. Uh, but it, I think what in general with the pros and cons that I will be looking at is managerial experience, because I think that that could be something that Mozilak might want. Because Mozilak has kind of has picked his last two managers groomed, especially Matheny and, and, and Schilt being placed on the staff, were groomed by Mozeliak, knew Mozeliak personally beforehand, and didn't work out in the end because they were both managers had to be fired in sort of an odd position. Matheny in the middle of the year, Schilt in the middle of a contract with weird circumstances surrounding it. So now Mozeliak has to see what he wants to, to value, and, and part of that, in my opinion, would or should or could be past managerial experience at the major league level. Some of these guys have it. Some of them don't. Also, you have to wonder who's who are who's going to be the best motivator for this team. Who is a team going to be motivated around? I'm not saying that you know your star players get to choose who the manager is, gets to handpick it. But you might go to Nolan Arenado, Paul Goldschmidt, uh, Yadier Molina, Adam Wainwright. Might go to some of those guys and say, "Hey, what do you think about Buck Schulter? What do you think about Skip Schumacher as a manager?" You know, because uh, you want the man the, the players to be on board as well. And you also, and because it's been said a lot, whoever Mozeliak does hire is going to need to have a very similar philosophy to the game <laughs> as John Mozeliak. Because you don't want anybody else to be fired due to philosophical differences. So we'll talk about more of these managers as we go throughout this week, as well as give some more postseason updates. But today I wanted to spend um, all or you know most of the time uh, on Mike Schilt, the, the press release that came out today, the... Um, the very respectful, the very gracious, the very sincere, the very honest, the very classy farewell statement that Mike Schilt left. And that, that, that is what I can say about Mike Schilt. We can question his baseball decisions. You can question anybody's baseball decisions. In my opinion, based on the press conference, the farewell statement that was given on Monday, October the 18th of 2021, as well as previous uh, interactions and um, not, not my personal reactions, but previous observations and watching Mike Schilt over the last three years, you cannot argue the fact that Mike Schilt is a good human being, good heart, good man, and he will be missed. In terms, bare minimum, in terms of he'll be missing the man of Mike Schilt. So come back tomorrow. We'll talk more about these managerial candidates, uh, go pros and cons uh, of, of some of these managerial candidates, um, as well as give a postseason update because that NLDS is a wild one. Back-to-back walk-offs for the Braves. The ALDS is a little bit later on tonight. So um, we'll have some good postseason action to break down as well. encourage you guys to go listen to Locked on Mizzou for your second listen of the day. And if you want a third or fourth listen, head over to Locked on Braves, Locked on Dodgers. Uh, for the National League Division Series updates. But until I talk to you guys tomorrow more about these managerial candidates, be sure to stay safe, stay well, and have a fantastic rest of your day.